Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the NFL Digest. It's your girl, Nora Natish, and I'm here on this Thanksgiving week to bring you some NFL news and get to hear about what I thought of my five games I picked this week. You know, I got my Nora game of the week. We also have a new segment called the Trash Game of the Week. But we are going to get to all those things. But happy Thanksgiving to all of you. This episode is coming to y'all, especially on a Wednesday. So while you're traveling to wherever you're going for Thanksgiving, take a second to listen to the NFL Digest. It's going to be about 30 minutes out of your day just listening to me talk about football, which you know your girl loves and you know your girl knows how to talk about. So let's talk about week 11. Because, oh my gosh, there's some there's so many games to pick from for trash, but we're not going to start with trash. We're going to start with decent. And we're going to jump to... I'm going to go with the Dolphins and the Jets. Yes, we're going to MetLife. And we're going to talk about what's going on in MetLife. The Dolphins beat the Jets 24-17. to Two up. And threw for 273 yards, completed 27 out of 33 of his attempts. He had two touchdowns and one interception. Miles Gaskin, he was leading rusher with 23 carries for 89 yards. Mac Collins, he was leading receiver for two receptions for 72 yards and one touchdown. Joe Flacco, yes, he's back, guys. He threw for 291 yards, completed 24 out of 39 of his attempts and had two touchdowns also took a wild hit from the Dolphins that was pretty much the cartoon of hits of all hits about to throw a pass get cracked it was oh that's how you suck that quarterback okay both team we have Michael Carter with the uh, leading rusher for the Jets with nine carries for 63 yards and Elijah Moore with the leading receiver for eight receptions for 141 yards and one touchdown. This game was pretty much evenly matched until the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter pretty much decided how this whole thing was going to go. But shout out to the Jets for putting up a decent game. Jets and Dolphins gave you, you know, a decent game. A decent game of football. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. In the first quarter, J. Jalen Waddle had a one-yard run and put the Dolphins up on the board with a touchdown. And then Jason Sanders hit the extra point, make it 7-0. to zero. With three minutes left in the clock, Jameson Crowder caught a two-yard pass from Joe Flacco, which resulted in a touchdown. Matt Amendola? All right, Matt, the kicker, kicked the extra point and made it tie the game 7-7. to seven. The second quarter... No one touched the end zone. Oh, another end zone-less quarter for both teams. But the but the third quarter we're coming out tied seven to seven. But we go to the third quarter. We have Mac Hollins catches an eighty-five yard pass from Tua, which resulted in a touchdown. Jason Sanders kicked the extra point, making it fourteen to seven. With two minutes and 59 seconds left on the clock, Elijah Moore caught a 62-yard bomb from Joe Flacco, which resulted in a touchdown. Matt, the kicker, kicked the extra point, making it tied. And that tied game, 14-14. 
evenly matched here going into the fourth quarter. We have Miles Gaskins with a five-yard um, reception, caught five-yard pass from Tua, making a touchdown. Jason Sanders interception point, making it twenty-one to fourteen. Jason Sanders then goes and kicks a twenty-four-yard field goal. A minute. 57 seconds left on the clock. Make it 24 to 14. Matt, the kicker, with 15 seconds left on the clock, kicks a 35-yard field goal. Um, trying to do something for the Jets, making it 17-24. That was the end of the game. Our second game, we're going to talk about I gotta do it. We gotta talk about Cam, the man, back on the field doing the thing. But however, Washington was able to pull out this win, 27-21. But Heineke, Taylor Heineke, props are given. Respect has been earned, young man. Heineke threw for 206 yards, had completed 16 out of 22 of the attempts, and had three touchdowns. Ooh, you go, boy. Antonio Gibson had 19 carries for 95 yards, while Terry McLaurin had five receptions for 103 yards and one touchdown. Cam Newton threw for 189 yards, completed 21 out of 27 attempts, and had two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, he had 10 carries for 59 yards, and he also led in receiving yards with seven receptions for 60 yards and one touchdown. This game really came down to the fourth quarter. Who was going to be the superhero? Was it going to be Cam or was it going to be Heineke? We have to see, and that is we're going to get to how it happened. So in the in the first quarter, DJ Moore caught a 10-yard pass for Cam Newton, which resulted in a touchdown. Zane Gonzalez kicked the extra point, making it 7-0. In the second quarter, Cam Sims had a six-yard run. No, caught a six-yard pass, I'm sorry, from Taylor Heineke, which tied the game 7-7. Seven to seven. Joe Slyke kicked extra point to um, tie the game up. Cam Newton did have a 24-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown, which he ran to the middle of the field and put that ball right on the 50-yard line and gave us that good Super Bay Cam vibe. He is back on the field, and it felt good to see, and it feels good to say it. And um, Zane Gonzalez kicked the extra point, making it 14-7. With nine seconds left on the clock, Terry McLaurin, McLaurin caught a 12-yard pass from Heineke, and which resulted in a touchdown. Um, Joey Sled kicked the extra point, tying the game. 14-14. So let's get to the third quarter. Third quarter, those Washington football team took care of that business because DeAndre Carter caught a four-yard pass from Heineke, which resulted in a touchdown. Joey Slack kicked the extra point, making it 21-14. to The Washington defense held Cam to nothing. The Panthers did not touch the end zone in the third quarter. However, in the fourth quarter, Christian McCaffrey caught a 27-yard pass for Cam Newton, which resulted in the touchdown, tying the game up. And then Zane Gonzalez kicked the extra point, make it 21-21. to 21. 
With four minutes and 30 seconds left on the clock, Joey Slick hit the 36-yard field goal. I'm putting Washington up 24 to 21. With a minute and 50 seconds left on the clock because of a lot of, a lot of path for error. Joey Slick was able to kick a 29-yard field goal, which extended the Washington football team's lead to 27-21. And Washington takes that win and also moves up to <laughs> not such a sad division but they move up to the the third slot I believe yet yeah, the third slot they are now four and six they are in the, num- the number three in the NFC East oh that doesn't even matter okay let's get to game number three because we have to talk about it. This game showed me a lot as the Cardinals and Seahawks. We all know that that bad man not playing right now. I don't know what's up with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson ain't doing, he ain't having a good year since that injury. But Kyle Murray is also out. But the the Cardinals are doing pretty well. You gotta get props for props to do. The Cardinals are doing well with Allen right now while he's healing up. But we gotta make sure we give Colt McCoy his respect. The Colt McCoy has been playing real hard while Kyle Murray is getting better. Respect is given, and he earned it. No respect is earned, not given. And he earned that respect. So now he deserves to get it. So he threw for. Kyle, um, Colt McCoy, sorry. Colt McCoy threw for 328 yards, completed 35 out of 44, attempted at two touchdowns. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. James Conner was the leading rusher with 21 carries for 62 yards and one touchdown. Zach Ertz, he had eight receptions for 88 yards and two touchdowns. Russell Wilson, he threw for 207 yards, completed 14 out of 26 of, of his of attempts. Sorry. Alice Collins was a leading rusher and he had 10 carries for 36 yards while Tyler Lockett was leading receiver with four receptions for 115 yards. This game pretty much, honestly, things got bad for the Seahawks, I would say, in the third quarter. Third quarter, there was no action. The first quarter, they had took a little bit of time to get on the get on the um on the board with the points but overall the Seahawks are just not clicking guys they're not clicking you, you can't you, field goals don't win get, field goals can win a game but they are not the only thing that you need to win a game you need touchdowns that is necessary field, goal, field goals are awesome when it comes down to the wire but you need touchdowns so Let's get to it. In the first quarter, Zach Ertz uh, caught a one-yard pass for Colt McCoy, which resulted in the touchdown. Matt Prater kicked the extra point, making it 7-0. to zero. In the second quarter, the um, Jason Myers kicked a 27-yard field goal, putting the Seahawks on the board 3-7. to seven. Zach Ertz then catches a two-yard pass for Colt McCoy, which resulted in a, with a touchdown. Matt Pryor kicked the extra point. No, he wouldn't get that point, but it was no good. Also, side note, 
really bad day for kickers. Kickers were trash on Sunday. I was just blown away by that nonsense. Kickers were not not clicking for some reason. So this, so that gave day 13 to 3. Then Jason Myers kicked a 27-yard field goal, make it 6 to 13. Still anybody's game going into halftime. In the third quarter, Matt Pryder kicked a 53-yard field goal, making it 16 to 6. And that was the only point scored in the third quarter. Neither team was able to get back in the end zone. The Seahawks didn't get anything really going on that third quarter, but they did make a return in the fourth quarter when DJ Dallas had a two-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Jason Byers kicked the extra point, making it 13 to 16. So right now, it's still anybody's game. But with two minutes, 20 seconds left on the clock, James Conner had a one-yard run, which resulted in the touchdown, making it 23-13. to 13. And the Arizona Cardinals defense was able to shut down Russell Wilson. So that was the end of the game. When we come back, we will get right into Noah's worst game of the week and Nora's game of the week and with that i'm gonna give y'all a bonus game for the worst game of the week because i those there were so many bad games that you're just sitting there shaking your head and just disgust but it's football similar to if you're watching we'll be right back just in one moment Welcome back, everyone. Again, if you're someone interested in starting your own podcast but have no idea where to start, what you need to do is sign up with Anchor. Anchor is one of the best places to not only make your podcast, but you can edit your podcast, add effects, publish it. Add, add, before you publish it, add music to it if you want to get that little extra jazz to it, then publish it. And it goes to a variety of different podcast generators such as Apple, Spotify, even Anchor themselves. Anchor is everything. And the best part about Anchor is that it's free, 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 free. So all you need to do is download Anchor app and get your mic or just start talking and start making your podcast dreams a reality. Okay, everyone. I am going to share the trash games of the week. I'm going to give you two because... Man, well, there's some bad games. I'm just going to pick the obvious two. Let's go to Thursday Night Football. Patriots versus the Falcons. This was a fantastic game for the Patriots. Actually, because of the Bills' nonsense against um, the Colts, which I did not see coming, um, the Patriots now number one in their division. Yeah. How about that? The Patriots are right now sitting seven and four with a rookie quarterback. But shout out to Mac Jones for doing what he needs to do, but sitting there with a rookie quarterback nonetheless. While the Bills dropped down to number two with six and four as their um their record. Because they had a pitiful game against the Colts. Pitiful. But I'm gonna talk about the Patriots and the Falcons because how do you allow a rookie quarterback to carve you up in such a way that is just embarrassing so 
let's just let's just talk about but shout out to Mac Jones and those Patriots because they they out they out out did us all they out did us all everybody everyone like Patriots were done Bills had it I even say shoot I don't know who's going to take that division but I was like I was more I was confident in the Bills I was I was thinking Patriots I mean I even touched touched um the playoffs this year but man will football show you that anything could happen so Mac Jones threw for 207 yards completed 22 out of 26 of his attempts he had one touchdown and one interception the leading rusher was hmm gonna try to his name right um Ramondre Stevenson I'm gonna go with that he had 12 carries for 69 yards while the leading receiver was Kendrick Bourne with four receptions for 42 yards. Matt Ryan threw for 153 yards, completed 19 out of 28 attempts, and had two interceptions. Uh, Quadre Olsen, we'll go with that, was leading Russia with nine carries for 34 yards, while Russell Gage was leading receiver with five receptions for 49 yards. I can't even begin to talk about how pitiful this game was for the Falcons. Just pitiful. Falcons offense is a mess. Oh, it's a mess. Hey, but the beat the Giants, I can't talk too much crap. So in the first quarter, um, Nick Folk kicked a 32-yard field goal, putting New England on the board 3-0. to zero. In the second quarter, Nelson Aguilar caught a 90-yard pass from Mac Jones, which resulted in a touchdown. Nick Folk kicked extra point, making it 10-0. to Nick Folk did kick a 44-yard field goal with the clock expiring, which was good, making it 13-0. to The third quarter, the Falcons' defense were fighting for their lives because nothing happened. No one touched the end zone. Falcons' offense was just so bad they couldn't even get to the end zone. So it was just a bunch of mess. In the fourth quarter, Nick Folk kicked a 53-yard field goal, putting the Patriots up to 16-0. With a minute 55 on the clock, Nick Folk kicked a 33-yard field goal and made it 19-0. If you had Nick Folk as your kicker for fantasy, oh, you racked up some points in this game here, okay? Because then there was a minute and 22 seconds left on the clock. Kyle Van Noy um, caught an interception and made it go for interception to a pick six with a 35 yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. As you guys know, and Nick Folk kicked their, their point, but it was no good. And it ended the game 25 to 0. This is absolute flaming hot dumpster trash. For the Falcons, shout out again to the Patriots because they did what they had to do. But the Falcons did not show up. Some more dumpster trash. We had told before. Colts and Bills. Again, shout out to the Colts because they played very well. But the Bills were a disaster. And another dumpster trash game was the Ravens versus the Bears. Yes, Lamar Jackson was out. Yes, Justin Fields was a mess. But then... You have a Dalton get up in there looking like a rock star, but still can't get to the end zone. Dumpster trash. Lions and Browns. 
this game shouldn't have even been this close because the Lions fell to the Browns 10 to 13. It's the Browns who actually are supposed to be good. Dumpster trash game. Texas beat the Titans. The Titans were literally the best team. They are the best team right now. And they lost to the Texans. Shout out to the Texans for doing what they got to do, but trash for the Titans. And to get to the next game, <laughs> the Saints and Eagles, I'm just going to let that one be. I'm going to let that one be this week. But let me get, oh, and the Cowboys and Chiefs. No, I'm not going to get on the Cowboys because the Cowboys have been handling business. Actually, they were both the best team for right now, but hmm. Well, they're the best offensive football right now, but hmm. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna come out the Cowboys crazy. I'm not gonna come out the Cowboys crazy. But let me get to the this this dumpster trash here, which resulted also in the firing of Jason Garrett this um well yesterday morning. Okay. The Giants and the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers were not trash in this game. But oh the Giants were. Oh yes. It was some flaming hot trash. It was disgusting. Trash on fire. New York was on fire for the wrong reasons here, okay? Danny Dimes threw for 167 yards, completed 23 out of 38 of his attempts, had one touchdown, two interceptions. Saquon's back, but he had six carries for 25 yards. Kadarius uh, Tony, he led in receiving yards with seven receptions for 40 yards. Tom Brady threw for 307 yards, completed 30 at 46 of the attempts. He had two touchdowns and one interception. Leonard Fournette had 10 carries for 35 yards. And Mike Evans had six receptions for 73 yards and one touchdown. I'm going to go too deep into this game because we have to get to our game of the week. But the Buccaneers tail business here, they just completely shut down the Giants offense in the second half of this game. Actually, there's not that much to talk about, so I'll just jump into it real quick. So the first quarter, <laughs> Chris Goodwin caught a 13-yard pass for Tom Brady, which resulted in a touchdown with a Ryan suck up kick extra point, make it 7-0. Graham Gano kicked the 37-yard field goal for the Giants, put them up on the board, made it 3-7. In the second quarter, Ryan Stucco kicked a 25-yard field goal, making it 10-3. Andrew Thomas <laughs> cut a two-yard pass for Danny, Danny Dives and made it 10-10. Andrew Thomas is our lineman. Yep. And um, then get, um, Graham Gato kicked the extra point, tying the game to 10-10. Ronald Jones had, John the second had a two-yard run. Which was all the touchdown and Ryan Suckle kicked extra point, making it 17 10 going into the half. So, still anyone's game. However, in the third quarter, Mike Evans caught a half five. Sorry, he caught, I got right. He caught a five yard pass from Tom Brady, which was all the touchdown and Ryan Suckle kicked extra point, making it 24 10. At the end of the third quarter, Ryan Suckle kicked a 40 yard field goal, making it 27 10. Giants offense, nowhere is like. Horrible plays were called. Horrible uh, positions by the offense. Just horrible football for New York. 
In the fourth quarter, Ryan stuck up a third-yard field goal, making it 30 to 10. Giants have did not touch the end zone all second second half of this game. Future, nothing. It's disgusting, nasty, dumpster trash game for the Giants. Not a good game to even watch if you're a Giants fan. Watching Eli having to watch this game on on NFL Network, which is no. No, sorry, it wasn't happening. ESPN two, watch it. Watch how him call this game, which is painful. Just painful. It's painful being a Giants fan. I'm telling you, this year is not our year at all. And mm-mm. bad football, bad football. So now let's get to Nora's game of the week. Nora's game of the week, which was the Steelers versus the Chargers. After the Steelers had that in. Embarrassing tie with the Lions last week. They redeemed themselves with a decent, no, this was a decent, this was a good offensive game, both by the Steelers and the Chargers. Ben Roslisberger threw for 273 yards. He completed 28 out of 44 attempts. He had three touchdowns. Why? That was a boy named Najee Harris. He threw, he uh, was, sorry, he threw. He, he rushed it with 12, 12 carries for 39 yards and one touchdown. While Dante um, Johnson was leading receiver with seven receptions for 101 yards and one touchdown. Justin Herbert, he threw for 382 yards, completed 30 out of 41 attempts, had three touchdowns and one interception. Justin Herbert did his playing. Also leading, led in rushing yards with nine carries for 90 yards. Keaton Allen, a fantasy pickup. You'll have him. You should have him. If, you, if he's still available, what kind of fantasy league are you in? So he led receiving yards with nine receptions for 112 yards. When I tell you the the Steelers had the craziest four-quarter comeback I have ever seen, I really have ever seen. And then the Chargers just sneak out that win in the end. If this was a great football game, great Sunday night game. Oh, great. Let's get to it. Chris Boswell kicked in the four, first quarter, kicked a 36-yard field goal, putting the Steelers up on the board 3-0. to zero. Austin Ackler had a six-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown, while Dustin Hopkins kicked the extra point, making it 7-3. to three. In the second quarter, Austin Ecker had a 10-yard, he caught a 10-yard pass from Justin Herbert, which resulted in a touchdown. Justin Hopkins kicked the extra point, making it 14-3. Dante Johnson caught a 10-yard pass from Big Ben, which resulted in the touchdown. Then Chris Boswell kicked the extra point, making it 10-14. Dustin Hopkins, with two seconds left on the clock, kicked the 30-yard field goal, making it 10 to 17. Going into the fourth quarter, because still anyone's game at this point. Austin Ackler caught a 17-yard pass from Herbert, which resulted in a touchdown. Justin Hopkins kicked an extra point, making it 24 to 10. Dustin Hopkins kicks a 41-yard field goal at the end of the third quarter, making it 27 to 10. Looking very grim if you were a Steelers fan. However, the Steelers had some of that secret stuff and jumped back into this game because Chris Bob will round right out the 
gate of the fourth quarter to a 36-yard field goal, making it 13-27. to Najee Harris had a one-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Chris Boswell kicked the extra point, making it 20-27. to However, the Chargers were not giving up this fight because then Austin Eckers had a five-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Dustin Hopkins kicked the extra point, making it 34-20. to Back to the Steelers because of Eric... Ebram caught a five-yard pass for Big Ben, which resulted in a touchdown. Chris Boswell kicked the extra point, making it 27-34. Then Pat, man, Freeman, Freeman, I'm going to go with that. Caught a five-yard pass for Big Ben, making it a tie game with a touchdown because then Chris Boswell kicked the extra point, tying the game up 34-34. Everybody's going crazy because it's a tied game with four minutes, 23 seconds left on the clock. Then Chris Boswell did the steal, get the ball back, because then Chris Boswell kicked a 45-yard field goal, which he was, it was good. Make it 37 to 34. If you are a, a Chargers fan, you get a little bit nervous because that was with three minutes and 24 seconds on the clock. However, you must trust your team because the Justin Herbert Marshall's boys down the field because then he got Mike hit Mike Evans with a 53-yard pass, which resulted in a touchdown. Justin Hopkins kicks the extra point, which was good, making it 41-37. And then the Chargers defense were able to push back the Steelers, ending the game. Sorry, 37-41 to Chargers. Great football game that's what we needed to conclude week 11 of the nfl season as again we're going into week 12 and we'll get the rundown and the buy picks for these games so for our thanksgiving games we have the bears versus the lions at 12 30 i'm going with the bears raiders versus the cowboys at 4 30 i'm going with the cowboys at 8 20 our our thursday night Football game for Thanksgiving is the Bills versus the Saints. The Saints still don't have a solid quarterback. Sorry, Jake was not playing. So I got to, got to, got to go with the Bills because the Bills must redeem themselves from that pathetic display against the Colts. On Sunday, I will start with our 1 o'clock games. We have the Steelers versus the Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals. Buccaneers versus the Colts. I'm going with the Bucks. Panthers versus the Dolphins. I'm going Panthers. I'm going with Cam. Titans versus the Patriots. That's going to be a good game. I'm going to go Titans. I think we'll go with Titans. We have the Eagles versus the Giants back in MetLife Stadium. I'm, you know, I'm going to go. Hey, man. I don't know. Let's go with the Giants. I'll go by. I'll go by team. I'll die on the sword. I'll die on the sword. Falcons versus the Jaguars. Ooh, dumpster fire game. I already see it coming. Let's go. Hmm. Let's go with the Jags. The Falcons were just putrid. I don't know. Texas versus the Jets. Oh, a good dumpster fire fight to the end. But I'm going with Texas on that one. Chargers versus the Buccaneers. Let's go with the Chargers. Rams versus the Packers. Hmm. This might be a good game. This could be a good game. That's a good 405 game. Uh, sorry, 
that's a, that's a good America's game of the week. We're gonna go with the Packers because I Aaron Rodgers, I gotta go with my guy. Um, the our, our other America game because the Vikings versus the 49ers, another great game. We'll go with the Vikings for that game. Our Sunday night football game will be the Browns versus the Rams. If Lamar Jackson's better, I'm gonna go with the sorry, the, the Browns versus the Ravens. I'm sorry. If Lamar Jackson's back, I'm going with the Ravens. If he's not back, I'm going with the Ravens. Our Sunday night football game will be the Seahawks versus Washington. I'm going with Washington on that. And there you guys have it. That is your week 11 NFL Digest. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, happy, happy Thanksgiving to all of you guys that are listening and also those who aren't listening. So sad. Thanksgiving, everybody. And make sure you guys take this time to be thankful to be with family be thankful to be here and be thankful for your family members that are here and just continue to live in the positive legacy of those who aren't here all of us have went through a lot of loss and a lot of different things throughout this pandemic this is a good time to come with family and friends and fellowship and enjoy and eat great food so I hope you guys all have a beautiful and blessed Thanksgiving. Those of y'all are traveling, please travel safe. I'm praying that y'all have safe travels to your destinations and back to your homes. And all you guys who are cooking at your homes, have, have fun with it. Don't stress. It's just one day of food. We are all going to enjoy it. We're all pretty much eating the same food, but just look all in our own ways. Let's all enjoy it. Let's all help the cooks. Let's all help the cleaners, okay? Let's be real. And let's just have a great time fellowship, okay, y'all? When y'all come back, we are coming back into the Christmas. Oh, wow. The Christmas and the Hanukkah and the Kwanzaa season. The holidays will be here once we get back. You know your girl loves herself some holidays, okay? But when we come back next week, be ready to hear it by week 12 NFL Digest. Don't forget to listen to my V report this week. We don't have an episode because of the holiday, but we'll be back with episode number 99 next Wednesday. So you guys take care. Stay blessed. I'll talk to you later. Bye.